Hi, I'm Stephanie Weinstein. And I'm Meredith Keach. We have a top-notch real estate team. There's 11 of us, a Cobalt Banker in East End. Mm. But we don't just do East End, we're all over the place. In fact, we're on the Cape. Mm. Today we're in Milton. Mm. We are number one in East End. We don't want to brag, but we're um, everywhere. We're licensed in New Hampshire and Rhode Island too. Yep. I have my Rhode Island license. I've seen that. FYI. I can't see, Rick, your thing's in my way. Oh. Anyway, we have yeah. two exciting guests. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Rick and Casey. Woo! So Casey is a wreck. Yeah. This is the first time he's, <laughs> he's sweating. He's sweating. He doesn't know what we're going to talk about. Rick is like, I've done this before. Please. Big podcast yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they came in. They were making demands. They wanted the cameras <laughs> angled at them a certain way. They wanted Wi-Fi codes. I said, you guys are exhausted. Well, they wanted to be connected. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, I'd like to start the day with yes. giving uh, Stephanie the floor for complaints. Oh, we want to just get that off of her plate. Oh, Go excellent. Ahead. Well, I don't have that many complaints today except time. Mm. I don't have enough time to do anything. I can't get anything done. I had to be out of the house today by nine. My cleaning lady is coming tomorrow, so I have to be out of the house by nine again. Mm-hmm. Friday, we're doing a video in mm-hmm. um, on the Cape, mm-hmm. and so we have to. I have to leave the house by nine mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the issue here? With the, I with don't. The time? I need. Not nine. I need nine time. seems reasonable. I'm, I'm not interested in leaving my house at nine a.m. Traffic's awful. I yeah. need time. I like to lounge. I like to have my coffee. <laughs> okay. I like to scroll on Insta. I like to do my Wordle and Quirtle. Yeah. And I just don't have enough time. I'm with you. I don't have enough and time. And I. S- day. We have so much work to do. I have. We have so much work to do yeah. that we have to get all that into. Yeah. Where is the video down the Cape? The Barnstable listing? Yes. So yeah. you're going down there at 9 on going, Friday? Yes. And I don't even I think know. I'm going Thursday night. I'm going to stay on the Cape. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot you were doing that. A little bit, if I can, but I'm going to have to go late. Oh, do you have enough know. time to stay there on Thursday night? I do, but I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get down there till like 9, which yeah. it really kind of blows, but whatever. Yeah. I'd rather wake up down there. What, so the whole team's doing a video down there, or just you guys and Daniel? Daniel? Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Second, second part of the series. Yeah, I like the first one. I saw that. It was fun, right? It was good. It was yeah. really good. Greg's yeah. good. Greg is really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gregory's so Your good. Britney oh. Spears knife thing was best thing I've seen. Hysterical. I know. Right? It I know. was so great. I might copy it. It was so good. It was. You should. <laughs> I have to figure out the. I might have AJ with knives or something like that. You but. totally should. <laughs> yeah. You should hire Gregory. You should hire Gregory for a day. You know. Yeah. I use him. No, I know, but you should have him follow you around. I could yeah. use help. We were. Do you should time. do like a mortgage thirty second, like your day. Yeah. You know I which one like I want? Content day. I want, but I gotta get them to look at it. Have you guys seen the the videos, the ASMR ones? With mm. there's a woman who like touches a Bentley and she'll like tap on the windshield and touch the steering yes. wheel, and then what does ASMR stand for? I don't know, but it's this. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And then it'll flash to a police officer doing that with his cruiser. Yeah. So I'd like to do that, but we'll see. I don't know if we can do it in new construction. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Maybe. How far along are those? Uh, what, they framed, right? Yeah. I don't know. 
So can I get Gregory to come for like a day? Yes, you should oh. hire him for the day. And just do like a bunch of content, change yes. my clothes a couple of times so I look like it's a different stuff. A hundred percent. So Rick and Casey, 100%. tell us a little bit about what you do, who you work for, right? Because we're all part of the, We hung out together at the Breakers, the Cobalt yep. Banker, G-Rate, amazing yep. fun event. Yep. And so tell us about your teams and all that fun stuff. Sure. So I'll... Um, my name is Rick Harrington. I'm with Guaranteed Rate. Uh, it's my 22nd year doing this uh, with the Coldwell Banker platform. Awesome. So uh, it was great being down at the breakers with you guys, all the top producers. So that was a great group for me to be with. Um, we actually kind of learned a lot from each other. It was good to get to know people more. Um, one of the things that I like about our platform is that we are probably we probably have the most high technology. Um, so we are able to close loans faster than everybody else, but with like a more personal touch than a lot of other banks have. We have a really broad spectrum of products, uh, great rates, and you know, at the end of the day, we're gonna get the loan closed, and I think that's what everyone's goal is. Right. Boom. Yes. Boom. That's Mike the most Trump. important part. But I have to correct you on something. Okay, what do you got? You said guaranteed rate. Yep, guaranteed rate. Affinity is where I it's a different particularly company. am. Oh. Um, and that is the relationship with Coldwell Banker that we share. Isn't so that wonderful? Yes. Yeah, so your loan officer matters, folks. Yeah. Oh my God. Does Alexa it is in a nightmare right now. She's the selling agent, but the the buyer, it's a whole nightmare with a condo and the septic, mm. and it's unbelievable. And the loan officer is from out of state, so he doesn't know about Massachusetts septic laws. Really. And it's just been a freaking nightmare. Yeah. Was that the only offer on the property? That like, how did why did they accept someone's a oh, out of no, state was loan officer? You know what, Casey? We're not going there right now. Okay. So anyway. Um. The point is, okay, the point is we need you need a local lender. Yeah. You need to work with your real estate agent's preferred lender. You need to yeah. work with Rick. Yeah. And you need to yeah. work with Rick Harrington. 100%. I think now when the market is kind of in like a little bit of a situation where things are kind of in flux, it's more important than ever to work with someone super reputable and local. Uh, because when rates are moving as fast as they have, you know, it really matters what type of product you're putting things with. And to be working with an online bank or a bank that's not in the area with different rules, um, just like you said, they don't understand what we're up against. Yes. They have so no great. idea what's going on. Yeah. I feel like the markets, well, wait, Casey. Casey Shaughnessy. Casey Shaughnessy. I'm Casey Shaughnessy. I work with uh, Coldwell Casey, Banker. Do you have a middle name? Casey James Shaughnessy. Casey, Casey James. James. What an amazing name. Casey James. Casey James. Daughter wow. Sydney James. Sydney just keeping James. it flowing. Yeah, just great. Oh, I love great that. Great names. Um, thank That's you. That's great. Um, so I work with Coldwell Banker in the Back Bay. I've been um, with Coldwell since 2017. Um, six years. Yeah. Six years at Coldwell. Nine years in the in the business. Uh, worked at Dorchester oh. before that. Um, so I have a team over there, Casey Cochran and myself, the Shaughnessy Cochran Group. Um, we met back in 2017. Um, he's legit. We well, he's the Casey's like the Jills. Yeah. Yep. We were the Casey's and then the Jills sent us a cease and desist letter um, <laughs> up up here to the Northeast and said, you guys are becoming too big. Um, think of a new name. Uh, so we lost the Casey's and Damn. now we have, uh, yeah, we have a great team. We have uh, Lily Smith and Kelly O'Shea working with us now. Um, so we're kind of you know, South Shore, City, kind of all over the place. Um, yeah, out of the back bay, so it's been good. I feel like city agents are tougher. Yeah, we got a little, little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you guys are mean. more edge mean. <laughs> well, I don't know. If mean. I don't know. If it's <laughs> us country bumpkins, we're so nice to work with. You guys are mean. You're I, like, I don't know. If it's <sighs> you are one minute late. This can't. This showing I, is canceled. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily 
like meaner. I think it's just like a little, maybe a little bit more hardened, like dealing with like people in the city. Cause it, in general, again, yeah, maybe, maybe people are in the city are meaner. So maybe you come a little bit more hardened and then that comes off. Like when you meet people from the country, country bumpkins. Yeah. It's definitely a different agent in the city. I think. Yeah. It is. But I would say that you guys don't fall into that category. You guys are, you guys got some edge to you though. Yeah. Well, that's just, I think probably years in the business. Yeah. Right. Like same thing. You get slapped around a little bit and you wise up pretty quickly. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And so Rick, yeah. So Rick and I, we met each other in 2017 and, um, you know, like you said, it's good to work with a preferred lender. So he's in our, in our office, Coldwell partner. So it's been, you know, it's been great working with, you know, Rick, you know, as the Coldwell banker kind of lender now, there. Do you only refer to Rick or do you refer to anyone else? Um, what would happen if you referred to how many people? Else? How what? many people hear this podcast? Um, <laughs> Only about two. <laughs> so, so to be completely honest, you know, I had a lot of I, I do work with a lot of great lenders and great attorneys, but I've kind of narrowed down the list of attorneys that I work with on a regular basis. And to be honest, like referring my buyer to someone, I really I really only refer them to Rick um, and then kind of like let him navigate here if he thinks that like a portfolio lender or something like you know washington trust is ultimately going to be a better opportunity for them like i trust him to have that conversation with them but i think it's it's tough i think the nice part about working with someone like rick at his mortgage broker he has so many opportunities and so many different products that it's you know kind of like a one-stop shop there mm. um and i trust rick enough at this point that he's going to lead my buyer in the right direction and he sometimes doesn't even close their loans because he thinks that you know if they have enough money to create a relationship at a you know, well, First Republic kind of RIP or, you know, Washington Trust, like he's going to put them in that in that direction. So um, it's kind of and he's my boy. So boy. you guys aren't your desks next to each other. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You guys go to lunch mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We steam together. We eat <laughs> breakfast together. We Do drive you know mudding together. <laughs> we got, you know, we're, we're at Mirabu together once yeah. a month just for breakers little, together. Yeah. Right. Just a little. Yeah. So I spend more time with Rick than I do with my wife. I'm trying to think if I if I had a city buyer, the times that I've had city buyers, I've taken them myself. But at this point, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably refer them, mm -hmm. right? But would you refer out if you were going out like towards Easton or would you take, it's probably, so I think it's easier here than navigating yeah. the waters than it is in the city. I think so as well. And I think to a certain a certain point, I think that we would, probably refer out like to like Southborough, maybe yeah. somewhere like, you know, outside 495. Yeah. Um, just from a distance perspective, um, it becomes kind of like time consuming. I just don't right. have enough time. You know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. I um, hear you. Yeah. Um, like, so for me personally, I think a lot of agents from the city would. I grew up in Hanover, so okay. I'm kind of, I'm from the South Shore area. Yeah. Kind of have my bearings on this area, but I will say as I've done more in the South Shore and depending on who the client is and what the demographic of that client is, if it's a friend of mine has owned a couple condos, now him and his you know wife, her and her husband want to move single family home, maybe one kid that's like, you know, a year or two years old or a kid on the way. Yep. I think that's easier to do. The thing that I have noticed and I don't like to put my like foot in my mouth is when it comes to like the school districts and like the different towns like that, I think it yeah. could be pretty advantageous to like maybe like refer out to work with someone who's a little bit more familiar with the area mm. because once families are involved and things like that, you don't want to steer someone in the wrong direction. And like, I don't know the school districts in all the suburbs. Um, we don't right. steer. Right. Mm -hmm. How, take that back. 
What did Edit, I say? Steer. Steer. steer? <laughs> yeah, we don't steer. Oh, no like, steering. Oh, yeah. that's no like steering. Anti-steering. Yeah. Anti-steering. Yeah. We're, we're not right. steering anybody. We don't steer. No, we're, we don't yeah. steer. So you know what I mean. Though. Yeah. We steer, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't steer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, got it. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I had to like go show in Back Bay. I'm not sure. Excuse me. Number one, I can't drive there anyway. Right. Well, I was Patrick. I can't. I had um, my clients wanted to see things at the Ritz. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was Did you go fun. in? Of course. I'm like, Alexa. You sold them a million dollar condo. Yeah. They said, we'll take it. Really? Yeah. Cash, Great. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What did they get for a million bucks at the Ritz? They got something. It was just a one bedroom. It was for their daughter going to college. Those are the best types of clients. Yeah. Need more of those. She yeah. didn't want to live in the dorms. I mean, that's that's great. And where, 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 where was this buyer from? Was this a social buyer, international buyer? Uh, no, it's a friend. Ish. 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 A, a better friend now. Well, yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah, it was through it was through my parents. It was um, friends, their friend's daughter. But anyway, so um, and I had sold a few houses for her family. But so she called me when they were looking at the Ritz. Yep. And so when you move into the Ritz residence, yep. guess what you get to do? You get to call for room service. Well, I think the W has that too. You you just you don't have to do anything. Right. Nothing. Yeah. But it's a button this... or a call, yeah. and yeah. they you don't do nothing. You don't have to do. It's amazing, right? Yeah. So this young Very college. I mean, when I went to college, I don't know about when you guys went to college, but I was not living at the Ritz, well, calling no. for room service. <laughs> I think it's safe to say a majority of people are not. Yeah. Yeah. That's great like, though. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, the agents there were just like, you know, preppy like you guys. <laughs> dressed to the crew. nines. Like the agents out here, like, I'm not sure. We used to really dress. We have to remind sometimes. Yeah. You know, dress up. I was gonna wear a suit today. I didn't huh. know what to wear. I was nervous. I was. I had. I really wish you four outfits called. on I this morning. I would have told you full suit. <laughs> <laughs> we all dress to the nines here. We do not dress. This is no. what we roll in. Yeah, we roll in on two wheels. Well, I mean, generally speaking, business is now business casual. Yeah, yeah everything's 100%. casual. Yeah. I mean, I have a blazer. I wore it the other day, but that's like. That's like dressed up. Special yeah. occasions. Yeah. Love, Why were you so dressed up I the love, other day? I love a blazer. I just, I, I saw myself uh, in a jacket on the sh on the show and I was like, oh, that looks better than just a shirt. So no. I just, I've been wearing jackets. Oh, that's a shacket. This is a shacket. It's yeah. a little big, but yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about the rates? Sure. And since we have an expert in the room. Yeah. Because um, around it's here, fine. around yeah. here, good, things are stalling Stop out a little bit. Out. You know, like when you're driving your car and all of a sudden it stalls. Yep. It putters. You know, like if you got like you're 17 and you got that kind of car right. and you're like, uh, mm -hmm. what is going on? That's how it feels right now. And it's October. It's not doomsday, right? Because the market changes constantly. Yep. But give us some predictions so, here. I think there's two things to consider when you're talking about the interest rates right now. Um, obviously, they are higher than anyone's been used to in a long time, right? No doubt about that. But I think that people are confusing two things. The market is stalling out a little bit because people are definitely getting assimilated to the new rates and kind of understanding the differences in their buyer buying power now. But there's also just a lack of inventory, mm. right? And no one is going to be selling their houses when they're locked in at the twos and threes right. to, to upgrade or right. downgrade even. Why would you even downgrade? That's downsize. Me. Yeah. Two and a half. Why Ten would year. you even downsize? Thanks a lot, Meredith. To 
hurting to, the economy the as usual. To the AIDS, right? So I think yeah. it's not. I think there's still a huge demand to buy. There's still people Agreed. who want to buy. Agreed. Um, but I think the lack of inventory is what people are confusing with people. I think people are confusing that with the fact that people they think they're terrified of the rates and they're not, because rents are super high. Right. And they're not coming down, right? So even with your mortgage payment in the sevens and eights, yep. I have to be honest, you compare it to the rents, it still makes sense to buy around here, right? right. And so we are going to see that correct when inventory corrects itself. Personally speaking, I don't think inventory corrects itself or rates really decrease for another 12 to 15 months. You think that long? I oh, do well, think it's going to be that, long. Yeah, that's what someone else that's had said that. That's not horrible. Yeah, yeah they said be, and next year's an yeah. election year, so it'll be volatile. It and, will. And the rates will improve with an election year. They always have. If you look at like a 40-year historical yeah. um, chart of that. But I think what's important to remember is because things around here are so strong fundamentally in terms of employment and such, yeah. that when rates do correct themselves and reduce even to the high fives or low sixes, I think you're going to see a huge demand. And oh, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, I think so. I think so the spring, I personally, I like, I, I, I kind of hate the whole, you know, that. marry the house, date the rate thing because it yeah. sounds a little cheesy. But yeah. I do believe if you kind of tolerate a crappy rate for a year and a half yeah. and just refinance and when it's normalized, you're going to be so much better off buying now, getting the house you want, dealing with the, a little bit higher payment, and then refinancing. And then you avoid the frenzy. We need and a tagline. Buyers should be asking for a temporary buy temporary down. buy down yeah the 2 right? one buy down is a, is a really powerful tool in certain price or points. even a point or two yeah. right like just totally. ask for that instead of a reduction in price so mm -hmm. can you talk about the 2 one buy down yeah, in nursery school yeah absolutely terms. i'll break it down in really really simple terms right so a 2 one buy down is if you look at the note rate of what you're closing a mortgage on for example say your note rate is seven percent right you yep. lock in at a rate of seven percent yeah a 2 one buy down means the first year of your mortgage, the first 12 payments, are going to be reduced by 2%. And the second year, your note rate is going to be reduced by 1%. So if you lock in at a, a rate of 7%, for the first 12 payments, you're going to be paying a rate of 5%. For the second 12 set of payments, you're going to pay a rate of 6%. Right? And why would we do this? Why would we do it? And what if rates go down in between all this? You can still refinance at any point. And the beauty of the buy-down is that it's funded by the seller. Yep. So the seller gives a closing cost credit instead of reducing the purchase price of their house yeah. by right. that amount. And if you give a credit of, say, $13,000, $14,000, the buyer gets the benefit of having that low payment for the next two years. And with a little bit of luck, and I think it makes sense, you could potentially refinance yeah. out of this and get that lower rate. So it allows you to get in the property right. for the first 24 months at a reduced monthly payment. Because for everybody, it's brilliant. it all comes down to a monthly payment. That's if you're it. buying with a mortgage, it's all about the monthly payment. Right. And if you That's haven't it. been doing this for very long, yeah. buy downs really weren't, haven't been common for a while. Right. So anyone who's only been in the industry 10 plus years, 10, 12 years doesn't probably, has never had an experience with buy-downs. I never had an experience. Right. I've only been doing it for 12. Yeah, so I I was doing buy-downs back in like 2005, 2006, uh, when it was a very common product. Um, so it's There were that, lots of funky products There was then. lots of funky stuff back then, um, <laughs> absolutely. So definitely seen like, you know, the whole spectrum. But it's a really good thing to get into, um, especially, you know, knowing that you can refinance at any point and the seller is paying for it. So it's not like it's money out of your pocket. Right. So it's, it's a really powerful tool. Would you do an adjustable right now? I would, yes. Yeah. What are the rates right now for adjustable? Um, low sixes, mid sixes. Oh. Which is a lot better than eight. You know, is it eight right now today? Yeah, it really is. The national average is like seven point nine. So my, 8. I'm, 1. my, I'm going to um, close on a home equity next week. Mm -hmm. So 
explain a home equity. So I, I pay 8%, it goes down, I pay the lower, like how does So it a home equity line, you have to remember, is gonna be different than a mortgage rate, right? Because yep. a home equity line is based off the prime interest rate, right? What does so that mean? That's the rate that the government is lending money at, essentially, okay. right? So your prime interest rate is, gonna, is what fluctuates when the Fed meets and they talk about raising and lowering. That's the prime interest rate that gets raised and lowered. For so long, prime was basically zero to one or two, right? So equity lines at that point were like a brilliant tool. There was like free money. And it still is a good, it still is a good option. Uh, the beauty of an equity line is that when you close on an equity line, you're not making any payments on that equity line until you've actually drawn from it. So it's essentially like having a checkbook where you know you have this money to use, but you don't make any payment unless you're writing a check on it. So say you buy a used car tomorrow for ten thousand dollars, and your interest rate is eight percent. You know you're gonna get um, you'll write your check out of your equity line book, and you will only owe back just the interest immediately. You do not have to pay the principal for ten years. So you can kind of let that ride, which is great when the rates are low not so great in a rising interest rate environment. So you can get in trouble. But the beauty of that is it's only 80 bucks a month or something because right. you're only paying the interest only part. And anytime you pay any extra principal to that, your equity line shrinks back down and your payments reduced for the next month. Now, there is a school of thought. And for those of us who saw the last downturn, mm -hmm. 2008, where people lost houses, they had to short sale. I never worked with anyone who lost their house because or had to short sale because of illness or because they had to go to war. I saw it because people pulled, they do a cash out refi, they'd pull equities, whatever it was to like go on a trip, to pay for tuition, mm -hmm. to buy a motorcycle, and that's where they got over their head. And so there's a school of thought, I'm curious what you guys think of this that you should only use your equity to um, do things uh, to add value to your property, like renovation, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do projects on your house. And that's the only reason that you should pull out an equity. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, so I personally think it depends on the level of sophistication with the client. And I don't mean that to be disrespectfully at all. If you have a client that is living within their means of living appropriately, I would far rather see you use your equity line um, than paying 29% interest on a credit card, mm. right? Because that's what's really killing people at the end of the day. And if you look at like okay. the housing crash that we experienced in 08 and what we're going through right now, the fundamentals behind it couldn't be more different, right? 2008 was purely caused by a subprime crisis, right? What's going on now with household income as high as it is, with employment uh, is at all time low. I mean, we've never had less people not working in the right. history of the country, right? And employment with two, a lot of times in a lot of families, you have two incomes coming in and household income is extremely high. And it can, right now, it can cover what's needed, you know? And people, even with this increased interest rates, that's not really what's holding people back. So I think if you have the right client using it as a tool, I think it's a great tool. It's also an important tool for people to have, everyone should open an equity line and not necessarily draw from it because you never know when you're gonna need that money. And if you were looking to buy another home without having your home sold, the equity line is the replacement for a bridge mortgage, a bridge financing, which is really hard and really expensive to attain. Um, so having that equity line there, it gives you the option of making an offer on another property without your home technically sold yet. And that's how so many Americans are making that move because it's really hard to right now to figure out the timing of making an offer contingent or not contingent and how can you qualify. So having access to those funds is huge. How much can you pull out? 
Depends on the value of your home. The biggest equity line I've seen is five hundred thousand um, dollars, and I, the, the average one is like a two fifty. So it can be what mm. uh, what percentage? So uh, in terms of, of the value of your home, yeah. So basically, um, they don't like to lend out more than eighty percent of the value of your home. So if you own a house for eight hundred thousand dollars and say you owe four hundred thousand dollars, yeah, you have a fifty percent loan to value. They'll lend you up to another thirty percent of equity in your house. They want to like they like to leave twenty percent equity in your home. Got it. Historically, in the past, when we've gotten into trouble economically, they were lending up to one hundred percent or ninety percent. Oh, so you're not going right. to see gotcha. that anymore. So the pendulum's kind of swung in the other direction, and now they're requiring more equity to be in the home. Okay, another question for you guys. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Um, another problem that I saw is. Um, when people double their mortgage payments, mm -hmm. right? So people say then you pay off your loan quicker. Mm -hmm. So when the market turned, 2000, last one was 2008, what happened, people lost more money. They lost the extra money that they were paying in their mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. So your mortgage every month is a thousand bucks. People were paying 2000, right? And so that they could pay down that mortgage. But if their house was worth 500 and then we saw a dramatic value drop, right? All of a sudden it's worth 450. That's $50,000 that they just lost. And so all of those additional payments they lost. So what do you guys think about doubling up on your mortgage payments? I, I mean, it depends on the interest rate, right? I mean, like I have a 2.5% 30 year fixed mortgage. So like, I mean, m for me personally, my all-in payments like thirty-four hundred bucks a month, like for principal interest and tax. I would never use my after-tax dollars right now to make another thirty-four hundred dollar payment because I mean the money is essentially free. And I mean I'm not like a economist, but like from a financial perspective, I would rather keep that money in my household or use it for you know other other purposes at that low interest rate. So I think the people that are locked in a while ago, yep, absolutely. But I think honestly now. I think at 8%, it wouldn't be great for someone to even double down that payment because the payment is so high that they should be keeping that money in their pocket to get ready for when they need to, you know, refi. And I mean, money is becoming a little bit tighter across the board and you don't know what the future holds. So, I mean, and, I mean, also totally depends on the age of the client. Yeah. You know what I mean? Based on how many working years they've left, how much money they're making, if they have a plan to retirement, do they have, are they looking to slow down? Um, I think a lot of people historically, are super conservative and debt adverse, right? So you they don't want debt. And I used to actually have that way of thinking just because that was kind of how I was raised, to yep. be honest, mm -hmm. is thinking like, oh, pay it off. You don't want it, you don't want it. And now I have my houses literally maxed out leveraged um, because I have them at such low interest rates so that I'm saying to myself, if I can invest that money and get a return higher than 2%, I'm at like two and a two and a quarter on one of my houses right now. So I have that absolutely maxed out and I have all the money that I would normally pay that down in a savings account earning 5.75 right now, not even at risk, right? So for me to have that money there, but if you're not able to be conservative like that and have that type of money, then it's a different person that should be trying to pay it down more aggressively. Hmm. What do you think, Steph? This is a lot. You hate these types of conversations. I, I really am falling asleep. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I will say, though, I have my home equity line. It's there. I haven't used it. And why, you ask? Because I'm too cheap. Well, but you did just, you're doing a major thing. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm getting all new windows. Did you get that? All yeah. new windows. I yeah, like, but I feel like you've been renovating your place. You did, didn't do the lower level in she that did place. Not, I did oh, the lower did level, but that really wasn't that expensive. Yeah. And the windows, it's 
free financing well, you have Tony for around 10 there months. Doing, I feel like you have Tony around yeah, there but doing I everything. Need, my master bath, I mean, my primary bath is so bad. It's 30 years old. Yeah. I have a yellow tub. Oh, mm. yeah. Let's let's draw some money on the home equity line. Let's get, I'm too cheap. Let's get you a, a freestanding tub. We, you know what cheap. happens is we dream and then we get distracted and stall out, right? Mm. Like you dream. But I, so I am making it happen. I um, but you're in a hired an architecture. You're in a house. Architect. You're in a house, right? Yeah. So that it's it's that. So you should be doing all those things. Well, I think you should be doing the same with a condo. Yeah, yeah but that, you, that's your home. I yeah. know, I know. But our front, our stairs are falling apart, and now I'm going to have an assessment, or we have we have to take out an eighteen thousand dollar loan per unit. Mm. Where do we do? So it's just a mess. And you know, the, you have to be careful with a condo because they can only sell for so much. Whereas Meredith's single family home, everything she does to it, she's adding more and more and more value. Well. Yeah, but I yeah, my condo can only sell for so much. Where it's located, it's only worth. I kind of feel like much. you're making excuses right mm. now. All right, fine, I'm cheap. Yeah, I want to keep my money. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect uh, that. And I'll say keep the using that yellow, yellow tub. tub's not it's killing you. Disgusting, yeah. though, you guys. I, I have to. I have to. There's do nothing better than having a renovated bath. Yeah. I know, really, yeah. and it's life, not that like, hard. It's, it's not even so that big. Awesome. So you don't think in the in the town in the condo townhome that you're in, you don't think that you'll get dollar dollar for back if you put if you I renovate would, that primary with, bathroom. Well, now that we're getting new stairs, and I know it's going to be pretty outside, then I I would. I don't think you need to put but, in a forty thousand dollar bathroom. You oh could God, put in no. a five thousand dollar bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. Just make it keep yeah. clean. Just get a, just get a yeah. clean tub. It's a vanity, yeah. a new tub, yeah. toilet. Yeah. That's all flooring. it is, folks. Like yeah. really, that's all it is. It's yeah. really not a big yeah. deal here. Yeah. But I think you make a good point that I think a lot of people are are scared of doing that. They think it's a bigger right. project. Well, people this. do over improve. Oh, totally. And right. I think weren't we just talking about someone who over improves something? Yeah, but we can't talk about it. Oh, I forget the, who it was. We're not going to keep going. Oh. <laughs> But I think if you were to do the Bless whole thing it. of taking the oh. wall down, oh, the kitchen, I think that would be too much. I think it would be over improving. Yeah. So it has, you walk in, it's a beautiful condo. You walk in, you have a kitchen mm -hmm. wall with a window, and then it opens up to, you know, the living room and dining area. And she's wanted to take the whole wall down and open the whole thing up. And so when I went over, I said, I think number one, it's going to make it too loud in here. You're going to lose this cabinetry, and it's not going to add, you're not, adding anything there yeah. i think the loss of storage in a condo is a huge issue yeah and yeah. every time you remove a wall or something like that yeah right the biggest yeah. complaint people have with condos is no storage and your kitchen is great i know you hate it it's not great <laughs> i mean how long do renovations last i see 10 years what do you guys think if you're like oh yeah before they ten date for you can only get 10 years out of a color yeah before oh, you need yes, to yes, refresh yes, again yes, yeah. yeah yeah 10 years Right? Yeah. So you could also just think about how long am I going to be here? Right. And then back that up, right? Yeah. And say, if I'm going to be here five years, I better get my renovations done now. How long have you lived in this home? Seven, eight. Yeah. You, are you going to stay there for that much longer? I don't know. Well, well let's go slow with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about things. I mean, have you guys done renovations on your homes? <laughs> Extensive. Uh, yeah. Extensive. While living there, or do you move out? Done both. Done it both ways. What would you recommend? Because I have a you big, gotta, huge... You gotta move out. <laughs> okay. Meredith, move out. I think yeah. I'm gonna have to. You gotta to. move yeah. out. Yeah. It's too hard. You yeah. have a house to move to. Yeah. Yeah. With with kids, with, with animals. She is, with yeah. Life, it's hard. She's yeah. got three kids, yeah. a giant husband, and a giant dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing for a renovation? F full first floor, kitchen, bath, oh, you hardwood to... floors. Yeah. 
fireplace <laughs> edition, <laughs> two-story <laughs> edition. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, you're gone. You should definitely stay, Meredith. I mean, that's what people tell me, and I'm like, I don't think so. I it's think I'm going to move out. People don't like you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, Meredith, great. there's no effing way you can stay in that home. I, I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. And I, I disagree. would give yourself a yeah. year. Maybe. I don't think I'd move out for a year, but, you know. You better be up for nine months. Yeah. It's going to be, it'll yeah. be big. You know, between permits and everything else. Yeah. And the workers not showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm excited, yeah, though. When are you starting? Um, I'm waiting for, well, I can close What color cabinets are you doing? I don't know. I haven't done the kitchen yet. In fact, I was just thinking about the island today, whether I want to actually have an island or have a piece of furniture there. I got to talk to Karen about that. Designer. Mm-hmm. So their architectural plans are being drawn. You need an island with cabinets in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need a big and outlet. Big island. Biggest sound you well, can Well, I don't know. Like okay, so here's the thing, right? Agreed uh, on all fronts, except I visited a property the other day, which I had, I had sold. Guy had me come back because he's thinking about selling. He's also ghosted me mm-hmm. for the last couple of days, mm-hmm. which is odd. Um, but the, he put in a big island, right, with the waterfall side, I think is what mm-hmm. they call it. Great. And then there's seating only on one side. And so I was like, wait a minute. You can't sit over here. He's like, no, don't point it out. But that everybody wants to sit over here. And so I had said to the architect, I said, fine, an island sounds good, but I need to be able to have people sit on both all sides because this is just, well, or at least both sides. He was like, no, you can't do that. Yes, you can. I Bo- was going to do that. Both sides of the long side? Well, at least both sides. No, both sides of the island. I was going to do that. My decorator said, "We're you're going to have chairs on both sides well if you don't like the water if you don't need the waterfall i don't look, think i'd even do the waterfall you, you it's, can not, have, it's not even cool anymore you can have oh, who even, good, perfect who's yeah. even talking about it's, waterfall it doesn't Still function well the, this house had oh. literally the waterfall and yeah. only Wait, seating on one out? side so have it on three sides you can have seating on waterfalls three, out. overhang on three sides four sides yeah well you don't want it on four sides you need a flat front on the front part for the cabinets you know what i mean for like the drawers because if you have an overhang the drawers will be weird pulling out that's what he said, but I still think you need it on all sides. No, you don't need. You need seating on. Th- it's weird to me if we would have only seating on three sides. Hmm. It's weird to me to have seating on an island on all four sides. You know what I mean? It looks like a little mushroom. Like okay, the, the, so the here's the, like here's the difference. So the house is a traditional colonial, but yep. all open. Yep. Okay, so you don't you don't have walls in between. It's just the stairs in the middle and then all open. Right. I grew up in a traditional colonial. Okay. No kitchen well. in the back. Yep. Front to back living room. Yep. The addition is going off the what, back. What year was it built in? 90. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So kitchen is go. The addition is just going off the back where the builder deck is. Not huge addition. That's going to extend the size of the living room because that's one of the problems with the house. Yep. And so his proposal, which I haven't seen the plan yet, is to put the island in between those two rooms. So currently where our kitchen table is, you've got the kitchen and then the kitchen table and the living room in the front, yep. right? Not using this room in the front because it was it was turned into a playroom when the kids were little. Do you have a dining room next to the kitchen? The play, the playroom in the front okay. would be that's the traditional dining room. And so he proposes a an island in this middle. So it's basically the front to back living room, and the island would go in between that. Okay. Interesting, hmm. but I just don't I I don't like the idea. I need to see it on paper. Yeah, that you would have. You would not be able to sit on at least two sides for sure. And you're saying three, I think four. But you think it would make the cabinets awkward. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make any sense. You'd you know lose what I mean? access to them. You'd lose mm-hmm. access to like the drawers and things. Well, like. you could. You could still go under. 
You no. just might bump your head. Yeah. So we're yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, Why don't you just do both sides? Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, whatever. I'll have to move out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom but line, you have to move out. Long in the short, you're moving out. Yeah. We've been living with linoleum. So we were supposed to start the renovation in twenty twenty, March of twenty twenty. So I had contractor there, kitchen designer there, and then we got locked down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody was home. It's a lot. And I was like, we can't do this now. So the con- contractors moved to the outside to do some trim work and stuff. And then we all know the rest. You're going to have a brand new house. It's going to be great. It'll be great. Every, ha- every big house I go into, I'm like, Meredith, you need to buy this house. I want nothing to do with a big house. Yeah. Big house is big work. Yeah. Well, she has a lot of people, though, and they're mm. big. Yeah. I don't have time. Her kids are tall. How, like, how big of a house? I mean, Meredith's your tall. House, your house has to be... 3,200 square feet, 33? 2,000. Oh. 2,000. 2,000 above grade, and you have a finished basement, or? Yeah, yep, a small finished basement. How's it only 2,000 square feet above grade? That's small a, house. Yeah, it's small. Yep. This is why I keep telling her to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a small house. I grew up in a big house. There were rooms that weren't used. I didn't like it. I don't like the energy when you go into a space that's not used. Well, those big the big houses back then were compartmentalized too though so a lot right. of those rooms weren't used yes now things are a lot more laid out efficiently yeah. so yeah um but do your addition it's going to cost more than you think it's going to take longer than you think i'm sure yeah. it won't be stressful that's what i'm saying so. give give yourself a year <laughs> you'll be out of the house for a year you think oh yeah where are you going to go for the year you have you have another house or well i want to go does. to the apartments up the street we won't let her these guys are saying she no. has a house an empty house she can use where's the empty home in easton oh you, you have another empty home oh, it's like it's my, the house I grew up in. It's her family home. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. It's kind of weird. Does anyone live there right now? No. Unless you guys just have a little flop, a little wine sink each flop, flop house. house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I like that. You better not know. give Daniel and Alexa the keys to that place. Yeah. It's a great house, too. Super cool. Contemporary. Has an atrium. 30. I want to see it. 30 uh, of the large, like just walls of glass. You know, cool. I want to see cool. it. Theme living is what I call the 80s. <laughs> you guys been in theme living houses? Yeah, I noticed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick? Yep. What do you got for me? I'm having a hot flash. Credit cards. Yep. Oh, what, scary stuff. Yeah. Can you talk to our bazillions of listeners mm-hmm. of should they pay it off? Should they close it? What should they do? All right. Absolutely. So never close a credit card. Did you hear that? I don't folks. care who you are and what the situation is. Never close a credit card. If you just have problems where you can't stop using it, cut it up, hide it in a drawer, give it to somebody else to hold on to. But when you close your credit card, you're actually reducing the amount of available credit you have to you, which then lowers your credit score. But Rick, what if you have these credit cards and you just don't use them? And they end up closing them because you're not using them. If they close it, it's different. It's It's not as harmful as you closing them. Yeah. What I don't recommend is opening up like store charge cards that people seem to do in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Jordan's is pretty good though, right? Yeah, Jordan, the Cole's I love the Jordan's one. Order, yeah. Yeah. I don't do it. Lots of those. You Why? Do. I have Jordan's. Like, I love Jordan's. They offer I have like, an auto- interest-free finance. Zero. Yeah, 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 right. right. And so right. you like, just press it, you pay yeah. it, and forget it. Yeah, how much month. do I do yeah. so that I'm paid off before like, 18 right. months? The Gap and Cole's. Oh, God, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Save 10% off any other purchase. Right. I don't even go to the Gap. Yeah. Cole's. I hate Kohl's. You yes. could save thirty dollars right now. Disgusting. Yeah. I don't shop at Kohl's. I don't like Kohl's either. 
Well, I don't like Kohl's. You know why? Because you can't figure out the price. Right. Yeah. Well, they it's check always, it's smoke and mirrors. It's, it's right. all it's smoke like, and mirrors. I'm like, how much is this shirt? You gotta I use the scanner they have there, you know? Yes. Oh, it it's, okay. it's very frustrating. All right. So never, ever, yep. ever close yeah. a credit card. Yeah. You want to pay You want to pay things down to zero. And you also want to try to keep your balances to 50% of the maximum, right? 30% of the maximum would be ideal, but you're, you'll have a significantly improved credit score. If you have a credit card, for example, that has a limit of $20,000, you wanna try to keep the balance of that under $10,000, unless you pay it off in full every month, if you're, you know, like you want to do, but try to keep to under 50% of your available credit. Why do they, you know what Eric's me? So I reduced mine, it was up to like mm -hmm. 20. I'm like, I don't want this. And I, and I, I charge it and, and then- Meredith and then made like, them Take away her credit. No, I do. I, I, I call I call my credit cards like Reduce well, American it. Express doesn't yeah. have like a limit on it, but like yeah. a lot of the other ones, you did, no. I call and just you just ask for increase. You just yeah. I don't want any. Meredith no, decreases but, hers. Yeah. No. So then she gets declined all the time. No, yeah. but from, a, from what, what he's saying though is every once in a while you just you know update your income. Yeah. Say, yeah. And then you right. get, get your utilization up. So the less you the higher utilization you have, oh, right. the less you use. Yeah. That's yeah. like thirty five percent of your credit score. And so I mean like wow. our credit scores are probably very good, but it's just like. You know, helping well, I pay that. mine off. Yeah, yeah. Be, that's what by having it less. Yeah, I'll do it yeah. until so like. So if you are, if you're, so me personally, I'm, yeah, I don't pay it off every month. So like, I like to increase it to help the uh, utilization. Well, yeah. so you're actually keeping your. Should we pay off our credit cards? Because yes. Meredith pays hers off every month, and so yeah. do I. Yeah, you yeah. should. Uh, yeah, but Casey doesn't. Do. Well, but I do. So you know what? He does. Don't listen to him. Casey, uh, here's another philosophy too. Instead of having it up higher, if you just reduce it down, then you can pay it off every month. Right, so I'll go sometimes and I'll be like, you got declined. I'm like, hang on a second. Right, I'll go pay and it. And I go, pay it, okay, yep. now put it in. And that way- Got declined for what? Because you're at your max. I get because my max. Because she has her limits like lower. eight grand or something. Right. So What are you using for a credit card? What's your availability? I have one, so that was another question. I just you, have you one get, credit card. You gotta get an American Express. It's good to have at least two lines of credit. Well, so here, so- You have I one single credit card, that's it? I have one, it, it's simple for the brain, Casey. <laughs> you need it's an Amex. for the brain. Yeah. Well, no, so the I've been researching. So um, Bank of America and Bank of America Platinum, whatever mm -hmm. that means, it gives yep. you extra advantages, yep. right? And so I want a Bank of America credit card, but I stall out once you start looking at everything. So I don't travel very often, mm -hmm. but my girlfriend keeps telling me, you've got to get a card that gives you points because you get all these little perks. And Excuse so when me. we went to the breakers- What was we, I again? We got- I kept bragging. We were mosaic. I'm mm -hmm. mosaic on JetBlue. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, so I was panicking Mr. over- Harrington is as well. Well, yes. I was panicking over my suitcase weight and he and the guy goes, don't worry, you have up to 70 pounds. And so does your travel partner. Mm -hmm. And we and got two suitcases each. Wow. Yeah. Check? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You bought two check, you brought two check bags for no <laughs> None of your business. One was for shoes. <laughs> and one was the, the shoes suitcase. are the tough part when you and, travel. Yes. And we got to bring 70 pounds a piece. Yeah. And we got to board first on the plane, of course. We got exit rooms, And too, nice. we got free drinks. All you have to do is charge $50,000 and you can do all of that. <laughs> I mean, but I, I don't, I put absolutely 100% yeah, of every spending on a credit card. Yeah. That's what, I, what right. I do, which is why I was thinking either A, I was just going to go for the uh, one with, um, that gives you cash back. Mm -hmm. 
and you can do it's like three percent you can google there's little sites they'll say like my credit card guys and stuff like this that'll tell you the best cards right now for the type of it's person so you are the chase sapphire is good the amex platinum is great right. there's a couple of, and, and the jet blue with barclays is great if you fly well but if you don't fly it's of no use well yeah but now thing. that i'm mosaic i don't need it anymore i'm already mosaic you so gotta why keep, should you gotta i keep... keep mosaic up every year though oh you do yeah you get, you'll you... have it till the end of 2024 yeah, so you better get and then you have to hit so next year you have to hit it you better get ready you better get ready to separate with some of that money next it's like we might not go to the breakers next year so yeah everyone everyone at the break is like well this is our last year so changing the criteria. Yeah. So we were actually thinking of hosting a um for all for all the people that don't make it next year. We're actually gonna, we're actually all going to we're in. We're actually all going to the hotel, yeah. the Ben, and yeah. we're, we're we're gonna stay there. Still go to all the restaurants yes, that we all love. I am in. And I mean, we need to do that. Harrington Har- 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 and will be hosting a roof deck party. I love Everybody's that. invited. Yeah, but Rick, you'll probably go. Rick, do you Rick sleep at night? I'm up a lot. I can't. Yeah. There's no it's way busy. you can turn that mind off. Busy. Because you're yeah. always thinking. Yeah. 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 Busy guy. But no, I like the Breaker Strip, and I think it's great to get all those people together. Oh, my I God. I think it's one awesome. of the, the best things about Coldwell Banker. Yeah. Um, the networking you do, the people yes. you meet, the ideas, the idea sharing. And I think it uh, it's a great tool, to, something to work for. Did we network this year? That was Yeah. That. We already got a referral. Uh-huh. We you did. Know? Yeah. And I think yeah. I sent one out. Yeah, have you guys yeah. been to Gen Blue before? I did. I went to Jam Blue, New York. I had the best time. Yeah. I haven't been to Jam Blue, Atlanta, but I went to Atlanta the other. Oh, you went week. to Atlanta? Yeah. How was it? It was good. I've never been to Jam Blue. Yeah, it was nice to connect. I'm going to go next year. We need to go yeah. next they year. They have great speakers. That's, I think we I should all, I should all go my, next year. Well, well the Jills with, were the Jills there? I know Jade was there. My the friend Jade. The Jills. My were friend there. Jade Mills. What? Um, where is it next year? They have, not, they have not announced it they yet. Come up, can they pick someplace better than Atlanta? Atlanta. No offense Atlanta to all nice. of our Atlanta listeners. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, it was better than it was Arizona or something yeah. the year before. And yeah. that was just yeah. too, like, too slight far. change, yeah. too yeah. far, yeah. the whole thing. So, that's why New days. York was awesome. I bet. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I haven't been. Yeah, it's, it's, wor- it's worthwhile. Yeah, Meredith Keach, shame on you. Well, I mean, this is one. Of the I've been with the company for almost twenty-five years. I've been to these. They were just called something different. In fact. Okay, I went to one a long time ago. Gen Blue? Well, it was called something different. It was, wasn't called Gen Blue back then. It was like, I don't know, the whatever you call it. It was something different. But the person who was the keynote speaker, Bruce Jenner. No way, for sure. Wow. wow. So this is a long It was at the Heinz. Yeah, you, this was like You mean Caitlin Jenner? No, no, Formerly no. No, no. If he, if he was... Oh, if they, yeah, was they Bruce, were Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner at the time. You, oh, go. Bruce Jenner was no, the keynote speaker. No, he's not they, speaker. it's he. He... Well, I don't know what you want to do on this show. I'm down for that too. He's- Bruce Jenner was <laughs> the keynote wow. speaker. Mm-hmm. Who wow. else? Who did we have in New York? We had oh, Grit, the Grit Girl. The Grit Girl. This year, was Shaq was. We there. had Shaq. Oh, was- I have Grit on my oh. book. I'm going to read it by the end of the year. She was the keynote speaker. Yeah. She was yeah. excellent. I've heard it's a slug. Man, I'm reading a slug right now. I'm still reading that same book. I can only read it ten pages at a time. Have you guys read you Empire of the Summer Moon? No, they no. haven't, Meredith. <laughs> Why would they ever read that? The last that? book I read was Catcher in the Rye in yeah. seventh grade. Okay, well, <laughs> Meredith's book, and I don't need to listen to what it's about. It Tell them. Is. It is. It's about slaughter. The rise and fall <laughs> of the Comanche Indians. I don't need oh. to hear about rape and, and slaughter. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. It's a. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. It's heavy. I literally. Yeah. Is that what you were reading at the breakers when you're yes. sitting by? 
You're, let me get this straight. You're I saw in, you in the Palm, you're in Palm Beach. It's 82 degrees. That's Everyone correct. is smiling, drinking pina coladas. Yes. And you are reading about rape and pillaging of Native <laughs> Americans. Yes, Casey. Casey, you have a little insight into my brain, okay? <laughs> this is who I hang out with. <laughs> it is a wild book. But Grit's up next anyway, so moving forward. Thank <laughs> God. Can you please finish this book? Yeah. Woo! It's a lot. It's a lot. Our history is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, and so in, re in it, it, recent events that we're all watching on the news, right? This same type of stuff happened in our past. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, history right. repeats itself. It's just different people. Yeah. Right. It's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Back to houses. Do we, uh, we don't even want to talk about what's going on in no. our industry. Oh. In our industry. What's going on no. in our industry? Hello. What? Oh, I'm so excited. This is a great opportunity. I've been listening oh, to a lot of podcasts, yeah. and guess what? But Weinstein Keach, we are a listing team. We're also a buying team. We We're are prepared. We are a huge think, listing team. I think that stuff's going to get pushed. I think it's what do you gonna, think? I think it's going to be, you see some changes. What, what she's referring to is yeah. the changes in buyer agency, I'm assuming, right. correct? Yeah, correct. Yes. Oh. And how the compensation is going to happen and stuff like that and the fees. And I think that. I wouldn't get too worked up yet. Okay. I think it's going to continue yeah. to be delayed. Agreed. And I think the, delayed. I think the right people are going yeah. to, I think it'll get fixed. Well, so in Rhode Island, they're, yeah. they're already offering out zero compensation mm -hmm. on MLS. In some instances, not in all. Well, yeah. I got an email because I'm a Rhode Island agent. So yeah. I got an email from our manager in Rhode Island yeah. to let us know. That it happens. Right. It also happens here now. I think the best way to combat all of this potential change yeah. is to continue to add value to your clients. Agreed, and right. I think a you thousand percent. You set yourself apart from Which we the do. average person and I think you're going to be just fine. We're, we're not average. No, you're not average. Equipped but you and guys, prepared you guys to represent are, you are go. We are equipped. It is an opportunity for us to shine and to show how amazing we are with buyers. Casey, I'm sure you're the same, right? You offer, just like we were talking about, would you would you refer yeah. someone out? And immediately you're like, if I don't know the landscape there, I'm referring them to a local agent. 100%. Someone who needs to know schools, this, that, whatever, you're gonna refer them out to a local agent. That's doing right by your buyer client, right? 100%, yeah, Casey yeah. and I for, I mean, we've been together since 2018. I'd say for the last, like for the first like three or four years, I would say we're probably 70% buyers, 70, 75% buyers. Yeah, for probably the first decade uh, so of my we, career. We really pride ourselves on like the buyer experience and like yeah. going like, above and beyond as so knowledgeable awesome, as right? possible. It's so much so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And one day we hope to be a WK and a listing team. <laughs> um, you know, we can't tell you we're gonna you're gonna have eleven agents working for you I at mean, one time. But, but the buy side yeah. is so much fun. It is. It's my favorite we, part. 100%. I'm sorry, you guys, but I listened to a podcast yesterday and I was a little freaked out. Got you nervous? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it doesn't take a lot but, to freak you out though. Well, not nervous, but a little freaked out. Well, I think what freaks people out, tell me if I'm speaking out of turn, mm -hmm. is... Well, it's the unknown, really. Well, and also, the agents in the office who expressed concern also never had their buyers sign a buyer agency contract. They weren't comfortable with discussing compensation with their buyer's clients. How do you, do you feel do you, about that? Do you so, make them... Well, do you, when you work with a buyer, do you have them sign something that they're... Oh, gonna... yeah. Yeah. Not like, okay, you want me to take you out sign this contract? But yeah, we have a conversation. It's always before they sign the offer um, I, because without the buyer agency contract, they're not authorizing me to represent them. Just like sellers, 
right? I don't talk about what, their listing until... What is the buyer agency contract? I'm sorry. What, what they... It's the same thing, the buyer agency contract. So, so exclusive right to represent a buyer, right? When they sign that, they're authorizing you to represent them, oh, okay. right? Through care, competence. You, it's your fiduciary, okay. right? Responsibility to represent this buyer. I certainly take that very seriously, just like I would with my seller clients. I don't see it as any different, right? Yeah. So before they, they write an offer, I say, I need you to sign this because you're authorizing me to represent you. And through this agreement, that's what we do. Okay. I talk about the compensation there, that they're not paying that. That's compensated gotcha. to me through MLS. Right now. Right? Right now. Right. right. But they're not going to be able to pay unless the mortgage industry mm -hmm allows them to roll it in to roll it right. in and who yeah. knows what's going to happen they're not going to pay we really that. don't know we don't know we what's going to happen but it's right it's nothing to be nervous well about. no it's yeah, going to hurt the first time home buyers if they have to pay they don't have extra they're money. not going to pay and this is the conversation we've had that they're not going to have extra money to pay us they're not going to yeah. pay it they're not there's no way of anyone is going to and there's pay no that. way like if if we're going to be on mls there's no way the seller isn't going to say they're going to have to, we have to pay out. We have to pay out. The biggest mistake account. a listing agent can make, no matter how important or big the listing agent gets, is not fairly compensated. Right, Agreed. exactly. It's the right. most short Right, so you basically just have to Agreed. say, seller, I, yeah. I charge 6%. Yeah. And they say, fine. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And then yeah. we pay out. Correct. And stuff just and, but the thing is, we're not paying out anyone. We get paid from our brokerage. Right. Right? Sure. Our brokerage is paying us. A seller's never paid me. Right. And not for nothing, the seller never writes a check for anything. Right, nothing. It comes out of the transaction. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <coughs> do you price the house a little bit more? I don't know. All I care about is I am going to continue to work in with working with buyers. It's my favorite part of the to the the business. Working with buyers and finding them a home. What is more dreamy than that? Our clients clients just found the most perfect home. See, and they were a needle in a haystack for this house. I told the agent nobody else is going to buy this house. Nobody except for these clients. They're perfect. Yeah. So what are you, there's no. I think there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Until I mean, well, I don't like to be. You know, I I don't know. Change is hard. It'll but, be fine. No, well, the, I've just been listening to a lot of different yeah. podcasts. I'm trying to educate myself onto what's coming, and I I don't want to put my head under the yeah. covers and pretend it's not coming. So I'm just but, trying to listen to different could or perspectives. Could not come. And but I think the infrastructure that you've built with your team, the brokerage that you work at, right, and we're, the partner that we're you good. have. I mean, we're good. There there are people that should be a lot more concerned about the unknown. A thousand. And anyway, people you, don't you even know what be. we're talking about anyway. For us, it's, although a local agent didn't like it when he, I told them this, but for us, it's just standard operating procedure. So ruling's going to come down, we're going to get trained, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Done. Right. Yeah. If it comes to fruition, it's it becomes a thing. Then you just got to figure, figure out how we do it. I won't worry about it right now. No, not to worry about. Yeah. Um, Business by the way, usual. Yes. intermittent fasting. Yeah. I Did weigh on Friday, but today I'm going to be away on Friday, mm -hmm. so I won't have my scale. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get on. Guess who lost another two pounds this week? Stop wow. it. What time do Meredith. you stop? What time do you stop eating? That is awesome. Um. So during the week, my, I don't think that matters. I okay. aim for. What was happening? Uh, we were well, eating it, after it kids' sports. Well, yeah. no, right. you have I'm, to I'm, start. I'm, I'm in the same boat. So okay. I want to hear about this. Yep. Whenever so during the week, I've, I've tried to change our family, make yeah. the meal a little bit earlier yeah. so that I try to eat around 6, 630. Yep. And then I'm done, yeah. which I was snacking at night, yeah. like eating pretzels, watching TV. Nothing hugely significant, mm -hmm. sometimes maybe, but not as much. So I eliminated that. And then um, my goal in my app is 14 hours. Yeah. And if I can go more, 
than I do. Yeah. So 16 is like, that's the golden ticket, yeah. right, for losing. But I can't always get to 16. And okay. sometimes it's later when I, st- like the other night, or last night, I think it was 7.45 when yeah. I st- hit my app. And this morning I was hungry. I didn't really feel great this morning. So I ate a little bit. you drink bit. black coffee? Were you hangover? I don't. I do. Okay. So I mean, I'm doing now, it too. Okay. Yeah. So I, I hit the 16 almost every time. So if you eat dinner at 6, they don't want you eating again till. Well, I just, but I don't do it that way. You do it however you want. I'm out okay. for dinner. And so mm-hmm. I, there was, June night last night at Gourmet Garden was off the Do you go out to eat for dinner often? Every night. Casey, you know (laughs) the answer to that. Every night. Anyway, so it was someone's birthday. Actually, Attorney Caymans was there. She's doing it. Yeah, it was her birthday. So anyway, they wanted me to have some cake after I sent over two Stephanie specials. Mm. So the cake wasn't done until after eight. So that's when I pressed. And so I haven't eaten. Yes, yeah. I'm hungry. But I just showed Casey. I'm on to 16 hours and 31 minutes. Right. Now, have now, you tried it? No, but I okay, need to make Okay, we're going to talk. I have Because instantly, I was clear in the brain in yes, the morning. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. That part my is amazing. Mind. Like yeah. two days in, and I'm like, why? Wow, I wake up wide awake, not groggy at all. Uh-huh. It, it, that was instant. So you I were think, eating like 9, 9, 9, 30, 10. So I basically, yeah, because I always had the mentality, I need yeah. to eat breakfast, need yeah. to eat breakfast. And I would eat breakfast. I really don't need to eat breakfast. Yeah. Sometimes I need to eat breakfast. This morning I need to test. And something. I'm going to say, I feel so much better. So much and, better. And yes, the brain fog is like going away. Meredith and I have been working, right? Yes. Getting like, so much accomplished. Now, I drink in the morning. I like milk in my coffee. So I have coffee with milk in it. Yep. I'm not giving that up. Okay. Is that cheating? At night, I like I to have so. a kettle and soda. Yep. I go fold the laundry. Yep. I watch Is my show. Yep. I have a kettle and soda. I'm not. Yep. And I set my timer. Stephanie said, you have to wait. Nope. I set my timer when I stop eating. eating. Yeah, okay. Drinking. And a girl at I my mean, gym. kettle and soda zero. There's no calories there. 70. Yeah. 70, 70 calories. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. Slow your roll. Yeah. So you, as soon as you're done with food. Correct. Okay. So you don't count the alcohol. Nope. And a woman at my gym, oh. she had eight. Athletic Greens in the morning. Uh-huh. She's like, if it was liquid, she's like, I'm not drinking a Coke, right. but liquid, she didn't count. She lost 40 pounds still. It has to work in my lifestyle. And all she said too was consistency. So you yeah. create your program, right. which I'm still losing, and that's I amazing. feel better. I haven't stuck. And so I just mm-hmm. eat during the day and like have my mm-hmm. last meal. Right. Weekends were a little tougher. And last last weekend, I did do a later one. And so I went until like, 12 and you know eight then yep. and it was fine rick are you gonna adjustment. do it i am yeah when are you starting um today i haven't wait eaten what about the zero do you have the app okay no but i just can just stop eating i can type i can count no the, but you the need the app, app. Is, the, the app is, is the app? Uh, i have which one do you have i, I have zap habit there's tons of them it's just yeah. a timer okay. but it's an important one because because okay. right. in the beginning you're kind of like oh what time is it because yeah. you, you're getting your body used to it yeah. and then it's a competitive thing right, right? right. you're like like stephanie's like I do 16 hours every day. The other day, day, I text Meredith. I go, by the way, I'm up to 21 hours. <laughs> That's crazy. I might as well never eat again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I highly recommend it. Mm. It's pretty cool. I have not stepped on the scale because I don't want to see how much I weigh right now. Right. Which was probably a mistake. But when, when my clothes start to feel better, I'll step on yeah. and see what's going on. You had a I, pair of jeans recently that fit you, right? Well, no, they were tight, but not as tight. That's, uh-huh. we love, yeah. that's pro- I don't that's feel progress. change, and that's why I needed to. Oh, you I don't? Probably, I'm a big person. I'm probably not going to feel change until like 10 pounds. I was talking to our manager. She gets on the scale every single dingle day. I don't want to do that. That's wild. That's too much. During COVID, I put the scale in front of my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> 
It didn't work. <laughs> um, we have one minute. Okay. Do you have any closing remarks? No, this was great. This Did you guys fantastic. have fun? Absolutely. Was it fun? Will you guys great. come back? Can we do it again? Yeah, I would yeah. like 100%. to see it. 100%. Yeah, we'll do it again. Um, so we'll put you on the I schedule. I have questions for you guys. I want to do this again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll put you on the schedule. Colleen asked us if we would talk more real estate, so this qualifies. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had Angela on. We had yeah. Joe Papagno on. Yeah. Roy oh, wow. hasn't come on yet. No, he's, yeah. No. Our former manager and loan officer, they came on. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Mark Rodriguez from Strilla. Str- oh, that's yes, right. Stry- oh, I haven't yes. posted his his. Oh yeah, show yet. I got that. He's great. He's wonderful. Um, all right. Well, yeah. we Quick. have to go. We have to go. Yeah, we're going over to Buddy's Union Villa to grab some pizza. Shut so up. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> Are you serious? Absolutely. If Tony, sure if Tony eats there, we eat there. Make sure you look at the place, Matt. Are you really going? What if, are you gonna get? I don't. I honestly, Anthony gets the pastrami sandwich. The oh, pizza there is so. You should go good. across the street the then fries. go to the beanery too. Go to the beanery after it's across fries the street pickles. and get yourself we're, a buzz. We're going on a tour. Yeah, you're going on a tour. We're going to Stoneforge. All right, there. have fun. We gotta wrap it up. Thanks for joining Bye, us. Guys.